0: sports listeners. I'm your host Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in Every single Tuesday, this whole hour of Santa Barbara teen athletes, Yay! artists, Yay! actors, actresses, and all those people and businesses oh, that support those teen athletes. <laughs> we've expanded the whole realm of teen. Okay, I love it, Doctor D. Hey, what do you, what you say about that? Right, I
1: say that's great.
0: I know. I'm going to be. I'm going to pull a card at break because I'm feeling very proud. I've been. I've been. I, uh-huh. Everything I touch today turns to gold. I, I absolutely. No,
1: no, crush that's that's my, uh, my well, astrological. Is it? Uh, yeah, that's what's supposed. Happened to me, and so far I'm still waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I, I know you were given a card a week ago. You got yes. to share the story. It it's was, the it was it means something. Oh we got, well, let me just go around the room right now. Put of your hands I'm together. We'll do up one up. big clap. Dominique Hackett's with us today. Woo! All Emily right. Urchison. You! Christine Hoff. Woo! Ed Langlow. And uh Holly McCord Duncan will be here shortly. She just texted. She's on her way. Smart College. Uh, admissions, and then the newest Reda Slay is now our co-host. All to read it, but we got to hear
1: this story. Story, yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me your story. Well, first Write that down. First, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I like that. What an idea! What a concept! Uh, and and speaking of, now, you would remember the card.
2: Uh, it was the the judgment card, the, the judgment Eon card, right? Card. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: you described it as.
2: Um, I would describe it as your own personal resurrection.
1: Okay. But, yeah. And you mentioned something about gold or money or I prosperity. I think it was oh, no, about money or no? prosperity. Oh, no, 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 it no, was. Try.
0: I think you. Added that. Yeah. I know
2: I'm just
1: I'm it <laughs> might have
2: felt like that the that resurrection that You needed in that, yes. in that yeah. space. But it was ah. really more about sort of rising yep. from what must have seemed like like a death. Yeah. You
1: know. And of course on the flip side was your business card. Yes. And we both have had our cards done through Moo.com. Yes, yes love it. It's not him. a commercial for them, yes. but anyway. Well, I've been carrying that around. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, to obviously call you to set up a time and date for an yeah. interview on the program, tell me your story. And uh, one day I uh, <clears throat> tossed the the laundry into the washer to to uh, you know obviously get it clean and I left uh, I left my space pen oh. and my sunglasses uh, four or five of my new business cards with 2020 the year of perfect vision mm-hmm. and your card in the, the laundry, laundry. Oh. Uh, and because they're made of such thick, Paper, if you will, yes. almost cardboard. The corner, all only the corners of them, which are already rounded, right, curled a little bit, uh, and the yep. rest of the card was pretty much okay.
2: They have a gloss. They have a nice. Gloss yeah, thing. yeah.
1: But I was like, I could not believe. <laughs> that <laughs> they made it through because I, I always, rem- I thought I always remembered to take everything out of my pocket. That's the thing is, Steve, yeah. you're gonna
0: survive. Yeah, even mm-hmm. after all this judgment, Steve, you will survive. Yeah. You're gonna float.
1: Okay, on by as they say. Well, bear in mind that uh, I I do not know how to float on my back in the water, oh. but I do know how to float face down. So, <laughs> I have uh, I have the skills and the abilities to drown, but not to float.
2: Well, the beauty of that specific <laughs> card is that it shows people rising from the waters, right. which is kind of a really cool juxtaposition oh. with having it been in the washing machine. Ah. So That's was a really nice. One. What was the
1: What was the entity creature flying? Like an, angel. An, an angel. An angel. Yeah.
2: Above. that's an ar- I believe it's an archangel. Yeah. Arch. Arcane- I'm not sure which one. Yeah,
1: very cool. Yeah.
0: I, and I still have the card. I haven't thrown it out just because it went through the wash. <laughs> no. So they basically wants to do. He wants to pull another card. <laughs> okay. So we'll see if that happens. Okay. But I'm I'm really excited. You know, last Moving week right was on. a great week, and I did. Um, what did you do? I, I did send the show to uh, Retta because mm-hmm. she wasn't able to join us last week, but she is here today. Mm-hmm. And I like to always. Okay. I've told you my expression always is to cut once, you have to measure twice. So when you, you, even in Santa Barbara, whatever, whoever you talk to, whatever you read, you don't really, Mm -hmm. I want to know from the source really what's going on. We we had a great show last week Mm -hmm. on the challengers. There was a representative here, president, and it was... Melissa Fitch Of the mm-hmm. Down Center Woo! Foundation. Thank God Melissa Fitch Was in the house mm-hmm. And um, I'm really happy That um, she was here And she got to. I guess easiest way To say it is To open the door mm-hmm. On uh, what's going on At DP Little League And that's why I asked Reda to come back As a co-host as well uh, Representing a lot of Families and parents So Reda, will you Can you give us an update And then I also wanted to Teen Sports Radio Has a little gift for you Okay and oh. to start you guys off. Um, Let her okay. tell the story. I know. And Don't go any further with that. I, I'm not going to go there. And then also, what <laughs> I wanna, also want to share, though, there's other people that have heard about this and they all also want to contribute. And I'll get you that information after this. Well, so what's, what's going on?
3: Okay. Right my, a, she needs a <laughs> hand. She needs <laughs> a okay. hand.
4: Okay. Well,
3: I, there's a lot to share in a very brief amount of time. So I'm going to direct people to the website so you can get updated information. And we'd like everybody to... Uh, Uh, to check into change.org and look up Dos Pueblos Little League Challenger Division. And you'll find there not only a petition we're asking you to sign, we're looking to get at least least 1,500 signatures on there. And we have, I think we're over 1,100 now. So please share that with your friends and family. Um, And on there, take a look at the bottom. It'll give you all the updates. You're almost getting a weekly update. Uh, From the people that are really working behind the scenes Working hard And I'd say our focus right now The biggest update I can give you Is that our goal is to keep our kids playing We know how important this program is To not only our children and the families But our community This does so much good This is heart, all heart Out there on the baseball field With the numbers of players and volunteers And you can come out to any one of these games And watch these kids play And they're just as earnest And dedicated to this game As you might see any other Thank <laughs> you adult baseball player or a kid baseball player. So um, to have this program uh, put on quote hiatus is the word term that's being used for a year is not okay. These kids want to play. They have the right to play and the families, the parents, and the community are coming around us to, and we're going to play. And we're going to play until we're um, with the goal of being reinstated into our community little league program. Uh, so this is not a new league. This is not starting up a brand a brand new program this is kids at the ballpark Playing uh, Gersh Park has welcomed us there they're giving us their board is behind us to get us started uh, we plan to be out there March 8th the gauchos and Kyle's kitchen are hosting us mm-hmm. and all oh children and
0: all yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: they're hosting all individuals with disabilities that want to play baseball to come to their ballpark. At, and help me with the, how the pronunciation of the UCSB. Caesar
1: Yusaka Stadium.
3: Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't want to <laughs> mispronounce it online. Um, anyway, so they're, com- they're hosting a clinic after their March 1st game. Oh, yeah. And we'll be out there with the Gauchos playing ball, working on our skills. So this is the most important thing that our kids continue playing. Uh, we want to keep up, um, you know, to prevent attrition of, of their baseball skills, their confidence, uh, our volunteers, our coaches, all everybody who makes this program. It's not going away. These kids will play ball. The community will join us. And we need volunteers, folks. So if you have a heart for kids with special needs and you want to help us get through this, Remind we'd you like the date? you. <coughs> sbsnap.org. The, di- just, the date? Uh, well, to March volunteer. to volunteer, we're, we're starting up March 8th, um, and that's just us at the ball fields at Gersh Park. But we need help ahead of time. I mean, I need people that are going to help and be our treasure and th- that are going to uh, be on the fields c- helping us. And then also in all these other ways that um, there'll be a list on the website. I mean, I must came up with 15, 16, 18 jobs that um, before when I um, in another life, I was able to manage with a group of volunteers I could recruit recruit from the colleges and the community. So please help us out go to sbsnap.org and change.org sign up please help us donate we have no equipment when we show up with the gauchos we have no equipment except well uh, here today someone is bringing us a mitt and what are we else uh, are we Brian, getting over
5: here I brought in a mitt and a ball
3: A mitt and a ball okay this is like brand new nice this is Our so first challenger <laughs> donation Yeah. And We'd also like to outfit about... We're thinking we're going to start up with about 30 or 40 players. We're going to need uniforms. We need more balls of various type, T-balls. We need tees. Again, the mitts, the bats, and um, all these other things. Helmets. And none of it. We have none, and it won't be... um, uh, the league is unlikely they will not have chosen not as we hear to loan it to us. And so, Teen Sports Radio has a
6: check for you. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Okay. And I just got a text from Joanne Stultz, Caldwell Banker, friend, client of mine, for over 30 years. She's also donating $200. Oh, thank yes. you. Yes. Woo! Yes. So will go a long way. So thank you, everyone. I don't know what to s- uh, The one thing that you did share when before this uh, aired is, I don't think that the community really realizes how many nonprofits this has affected because it's just not the Down syndrome kids. And like you had said so eloquently out there, all the walls for all the nonprofits have tumbled and now they're all coming together. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. So. so we have children. That's what I want people to understand what Challenger Division is for.
3: It's for any child or now any person with a disability. So it, it could be an intellectual disability, like Down syndrome or, or autism or some of these others, but it's also for people that are, are uh, typical-minded, but their bodies just won't allow them to compete on on the field in a game they love. We've had an Eagle Scout, uh, a, a straight-A student in a wheelchair. Uh, his brothers all played Little League, and he wasn't able to. So when Challenger Division came, he, he came on there and just motored around those bases. He could hit off of a tee at the, in his chair, play the game. We've had people that have vision-impaired, Uh, that would get hurt if they were on a typical team but could play on ours. And we've had um, several people, again, bright-minded, but cerebral palsy where their bodies, they could be running the base and just drop. And so we could provide special equipment for them or they bring their own. And children with, again, all different types of um, challenges and it doesn't matter. We we divide our teams up to keep everybody safe. And I'll I'll knock on wood, here's my noggin, Um, that we had no injuries during these past 15 years. By the way we uh, assigned our teams Based on age uh, Body size uh, Friendships And then we took into uh, ability Um and whatever their need was, we, we can make that accommodation and assign volunteers. And, and we're just very, very grateful, um, grateful for the safety record we have. So we have fun. We have fun.
1: I have a question <clears throat> that you don't have to answer on the air if the information is available on this website. Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? Is that information on the website? Go to
3: change.org and you can read through uh, the the updates. Yeah, because to me,
1: without, again, without you going into it, go to that right. website. Right, right. To me, this is unconscionable that anybody, any group of people would prevent anybody else from... From playing a frickin' game, right? It makes no sense to me. But anyway, adults so cause go to this the website. problem, and yeah. adults need
3: to fix it. But yeah. the kids are going to play, okay. and I need the community to help make this happen. Give that website and have again. Have a good time. Go to change.org for the petition and the updates. SB SNAP. Santa Barbara Special Needs Adaptive Programs sbsnap.org for your donations and volunteer. Okay. Please. Thank Thank you.
1: you. Hands,
0: hands. (laughs) Wow, that was heavy. My eyes are watering. Let's take a little break. Sarah Casall will be back with a lot more after these messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teens. Please tune in every single Tuesday. So, Ed Langlow, he's got that. Li- how many baseballs have you autographed in your life, Ed? This is a very that, special that was one. First. And nice. All right. T- yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got so, tickets and
3: everything.
5: Yeah. Free, season free,
0: season free season tickets. Free,
5: oh. free. Free season tickets.
0: Oh.
3: Oh. Yeah, wow. Team. Folks, we need a name. Okay. We don't have a ball, a team name. So oh. Okay. We'll think okay. of a team name.
0: Oh. Aw, <laughs> there's a lot of love going on in this house. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't yeah. Absolutely. S- there's no words. Alright, you know what we gotta do? What? We gotta do we yeah gotta what? just do a slight shift <laughs> in the house. Put your hands. We got Holly, McCord, Duncan, Smart College. Admissions, and she is going to tell us, this is this is a very, very huge, important month. February. How big? How big? February is a big month. Big? Okay, yes. Well, aside from Valentine's. Ginormous? Can't wait for Valentine's. Dominique, I can't wait
7: and for yet, Valentine's. And yet, it's the shortest for. month of the year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. Well, not <laughs> this year, because <laughs> you get an that extra is day a, this year. That's
7: right. We get an extra day in, yeah. the, in February
1: this year. Someone that's actually great. was talking to me, and they said, oh, yeah, well, uh, we'll set your payments up for February 30th.
7: Uh, okay, I'll let, I would like to see you do that. I want to get paid. Let's back that up a couple of days. There you go. There you go. So I have, I want to start off with some exciting news, and that's about a student who I've been helping this year. He was not sure what colleges he wanted to apply to, so we went through that whole process, and I coached him through and helped him find some that were really good fit. And as it turns out, the financial aid that they're offering him is going to make it cheaper for him to attend a small private college with what looks like a huge price tag, it's going to be cheaper for him to attend that school than it will be to attend one of the UCs because the private financial aid is so much more available at some of these private schools that have good endowments and things like that. So he's actually gotten two offers from different schools that he's really excited about. and That's huge! He already knows he's in, first of all. And second of all, he applied for the Presidential Merit Award and some other things at the various schools and He doesn't know yet about his UCs, and it may come down that he just can't bear to leave California, and and that's okay, too. But to have options, yeah, it just feels good to A, know you're already in, because a lot of the acceptances won't come until later in the spring, and B, to know that you've got options. Somebody wants you. In fact, more than one person, one school wants you. So that, that was my exciting news to share. Now, for the rest of the crew who are sitting on (laughs) pins and needles waiting, uh, believe it or not, there are still schools accepting applications. And Mm -hmm. if people there are some schools that do what's called rolling admission. I think I've mentioned this before. So there are schools that will take new enrollees all the way up to August, believe it or not. So don't panic. There's a place out there for you. We're not going to let you sink or swim. The other thing I know a bit about is that the current juniors are now starting to really get caught up and, oh my gosh, i got to figure out what I'm going to do. And what I want to emphasize is don't worry about knowing what your career path is going to be. Mm-hmm. There are careers out there that just don't even exist at this point. Mm-hmm. So what you should focus on is being strong in your communication skills. Mm-hmm. Learn, if you're great at math, fantastic. But also know how to communicate what you know. So yes, this may not be your favorite subject, but work on the English writing and and public speaking skills. Those things will carry you even farther than your innate abilities.
8: And are there other skills like being part of the community that would be helpful? That, you know, engaging Absolutely. in volunteer work or being part of the community or Teen Sport Radio coming in uh, being a uh, co-host teen for Teen Sport Radio? Right? <laughs> what I would encourage everyone to do
7: is think about carefully. First of all, volunteering is a fantastic way. If you think you're interested, for instance, in environmental issues, go volunteer at the C-Center. A, your school probably requires is the hours anyway, and B? It's a great way to get a taste of. Oh, is this really what I think it mm-hmm. is? I have students who are calling up either uh, architects or lawyers or other people in town and saying, "I think I want to. I, I want to know more about your career." And they're doing informational interviews, or they just go to coffee with this person, or they're actually asking if they can intern and work for a summer. And sure, you're not going to be doing huge. You're not going to be standing in front of a judge presenting a case. But you will be supporting the process and watching and learning and realizing it's not at all like law and order makes it look. There's a lot of downtime where you're doing hard research. And so those kinds of things are really useful for juniors. And communication, we're talking about more than social media more the person person to person contact would be lovely actually you should really like
0: get rid of your social media right I mean, you, you don't want to get stuck on something a, a pic
7: that's out there is that correct well I wouldn't say you have to get rid of your social media I don't think that's realistic for most teens I would say that you want to be very careful what's showing up on your social media and now is a super time to go through and cleanse it and block the people who are putting stuff on there that you wouldn't want someone else to think you had posted your Mm.
8: So is that they check social media? Is that how it works nowadays? Well,
7: they Um, absolutely... Are you you coaching it? I see you're... Sorry. (laughs) No, that's a great thing. But (laughs) welcome your input. Sherry, you got the mic. (laughs) I, I know that when... If a coach is going to invite someone to their team or if an admission officer gets a heads up that, hey, this person did something questionable, yes, they're going to check those social media. They don't want to invite trouble into their community. So absolutely, you're looking to see – and I've heard soccer coaches tell me – I don't just watch the kids and their social media. I also go to tournaments and I watch how they treat other kids in the parking lot, not just on the field. Mm. But I want to see, are they yelling at their parents? Or are they giving their teammates a hard time? Or are they being a good team player? So you, and it's awful in some ways because you feel like you're always on display. But if it makes you be a better person, it's not always a bad thing either.
4: <laughs> they have that They have that FOMO thing now, right? They, that's fear what, of that's missing what out. Call, that's what uh. the kids call it. But they, oh, I have a fear of missing out. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm not like, anything in I'm some like You're going to miss out on your future. You're going to miss out on life. Yeah. Like, get rid of
8: it.
7: There's a great movie that I actually just saw this week. They screened it at DP Dos Pueblos Ealing's Theater, Screenagers, the next chapter. Ooh. And it's all about how this doctor has a daughter who's suffered from anxiety and depression and some things like that, and how it wraps around the screen time use. And how, as a, as a physician, she can give advice but when it comes to her own kid it's really hard and she's struggling with it so she's documented all the things and it's really a great movie and I'd recommend anybody watch it with their teenager because it's a great discussion starter so I'll throw that out there not about college at all but still useful skills. So
8: so developing the whole person. It sounds mm-hmm. like the community, the communication, right? So academics, so if you're not feeling all that great about your academics, right, you can bolster other areas. Sure, and, and,
7: because if uh, you've got social skills, I mean, think of it this way. Most colleges, you're likely to go live in a residence hall with a roommate at least one semester or a year or something. If a college admission reader is looking down and doesn't see anything to indicate that you have social skills, they're going to worry, can you get along with a roommate or are you going to be a nightmare for somebody to have to live with? It's not as though you can exist in just a bubble wherever you go to school. You have to interact with people, your faculty members, your hopefully friends, social groups. They want you to be a part, a contributing member of the community. And the way you show them that you're ready for that, is by having a track record of it.
8: And so uh, thinking about, uh, it just made me think about multiple intelligence, you know, different mm-hmm. ways of learning and understanding, because a lot of times you have those tests and you have your academics and your grades, but there are so many different ways of learning and oh. showing your intelligence, interpersonal, <laughs> spatial intelligence, you know, all of those kind of things. Our school so system
7: does some things really well. It doesn't do some things really well and I think the kids it's really interesting and I have a kid of my own who struggles with some learning disabilities and it's not that he's not capable of understanding the work it's doing it in the structure that they exactly. want it that has created some real challenges exactly. but the good news is there are summer programs out there for those kids there are also colleges that really really know what they're doing when it comes to different kinds of learning disabilities good. and they're better suited to tr- there's a college out there that will for you can go for about 2 years some kids go for a year others go for 2 mm-hmm. but what it really focuses on on is how to get you to work with your learning challenge so that what's unique to your learning you can kind of bolster it into a strength or at least something you understand so that you can compensate for it in other ways Mm -hmm. it's a totally different game
1: and i would say one of the best things to teach your kids who have what you refer to as learning disabilities is to have the courage To ask for help Oh my gosh My uh, I, I know uh, Of a woman Who is dyslexic She was taking An adult course but the thing that scared her to death was the test and it was a written yes. test. Mm-hmm. And I said, then go to the instructor, tell them you have yes. dyslexia and ask if you could do an oral test. Yes. She aced it.
7: Yes. Well, and the challenge with teenagers is they oftentimes don't want to be seen as different. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I want to blend in. I don't want to stand out. I don't mm-hmm. want people noticing me for what I feel like are the wrong reasons. And so many of them, even if they have a 504 or an I AP education plan, they will not use it. They -hmm. won't ask and advocate for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's part of it. That's maturity to some degree. Mm -hmm. But it's also something that I understand. It still has a stigma. That's why you need a college coach. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> you need college coaches. Well, I can coach all I want, but I can't get them to actually do it. That has to be up to them. <laughs> Trust me, I've tried this with my own child. <laughs>
0: so, anyway, um, looking forward to next month. Are we going to tap
7: on? Next, year, or next month, I'm really going to focus on what juniors should be doing with okay. their spring break. Okay. And whether you're able to travel or not able to travel to visit colleges, what you can be doing that's okay. going to make your – Senior year, much much, and if somebody easier. really wants to get to know Holly. How do they co- contact Holly? Smartcollegeadmission.com and Smart College Admissions, I should say with an S. Let me clarify that dot com. And I'm going to be offering some college boot camps this summer. Nice. Is my goal so nice. to help students kind of get a jump start and get an outline of their essays, understand what kind of colleges they want to be looking at, and okay, we'll all that. Put that, that, kind that up of stuff. on our site. So, well, and, uh, let me uh, get Facebook the location figured out, and then I'll yeah. we'll yeah. pass along the information. Fantastic. All right, let's take a little break.
0: So Sarah. Got all new commercials. See you soon after these messages. Listen. 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 We are back and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Eric Saldo, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every,
5: every single Tuesday. Single Tuesday.
0: Uh, Ed Yes uh, So last week It's I just didn't feel complete Okay I'm just gonna be straight I didn't feel complete Because we were missing A valuable piece Of the show That I honestly Look forward to you didn't and, get time and did get I didn't get, I know But the, did I not Call you And I texted you Oh yeah I, believe, no, I'm I mean I was on Bended knee Kiss the ring I'm so yeah, sorry it. I really liked it. He goes It's okay We'll just do it next week I'll go. No, I go I
5: actually Didn't feel like I yeah. would have fit into The conversation oh. To go into only I'd known would have been I know. Mm. A little off key, so <laughs> I, I was fine with it. It's a
0: heavy show. it was a heavy show last week. Yeah, it was very serious. This was great. Loving everybody's eyes teared up. It was awesome. You got to sign your first ball. I got to sign yes, a yes ball. and
6: a glove. Yeah, we raised a lot of money. So that's what
0: last we're supposed we supposed to yeah. do.
6: We talked about the challengers. Yes, and, yes. The, and the challenge facing the challengers. Yes, <laughs> right. and we helped to transition that energy of what happens when you go through transformations. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah of like yes. washing your clothes, kind of like washing washing a judgment
8: card. And look, it just—it was kind of like a it, phoenix. Well, and Didn't it's you also pick the phoenix card. Uh, no, I picked the hangman card. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm clearly in the chrysalis. But but the, you know what's neat is when Retta was speaking, is she was aligning with the truth of what she knew to be, and there was no wavering. And when there is no wavering, things transform because energy cannot go against that. Fear creates that they're playing. Kids Kids are playing. And so how that presents itself, I mean it may present itself in different ways, but kids are going to be playing, they're going to be part of the community, and we're going to all be joining in and supporting that. And that's the bottom line, right? Yeah and
2: that faith that it takes to know that it is all going to work out and that the you know the the, what did Retta say the adults created it and adults are going to fix it. That's right. You know and that to really understand that this is going and the the kids will play in
0: it. That's right And understand Like her son Is aged out yeah. So this is just from yeah. her stomach. This exactly. is something she helped start. Yeah. I always like throw this out, but Bishop Diego High School was actually the first school. Okay.
8: <laughs> 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 just saying. Sometimes I mean, yeah. though, the the core values, and I think this is what I love about nonviolent communication is we have to get in touch with what those feelings and the needs are, but the strategies of how that playing can happen can change. You know. So I think that's really important to understand or to to reflect on because sometimes we. We push and we push and push in a certain direction and a door may open the kids will play it'll be part of community all that and really affirming that and how that comes about will be the adventure I'm right? seeing
6: a, a if only I'd known moment coming out of all this. <laughs> you yeah. knew
0: about this if what would you I'd say <laughs> take it away
5: okay. if only I'd known is a mentors moment with the teens here in the studio as well as those listening in the show Today's subject, decisions. If only I had known when I was young how much of an effect small decisions could have on my life.
0: What a perfect second.
5: <laughs> 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 and then how small and reckless decisions could have a disastrous effect on my life. The older we get, the easier it is to look back on one small choice that we made and say, things would have been so much better if I would have done that differently But I can't go back. I can't be a teenager thinking hard before making decisions, but you can. Consider that. One advantage of being my age, though, is if I made a bad decision and I have to live with it for the rest of my life, well, that's not such a long time. (laughs) But when you're a teenager, the rest of your life is a long, long time. Consider that. Our days are fraught with decisions to make. You get up in the morning, you decide to have breakfast and what to wear, so far so good, then decide whether to smoke that joint with your friend before school. Uh, You decide not to go to school at all because you're too stoned. That gets you suspended on and on just because you made one not so good decision. A few years back, I was working on a house of one of our local celebrities, and in his billiard room was a painting of a whirlpool with a small boat caught up in it. When one of the guys asked him about it, he said, that's how I view my life sometimes. There's so many decisions to make. Sometimes I feel like the guy in that boat trying to decide what to do. Now, imagine being a film celebrity, you have to make some big decisions regularly, like whether or not to accept a movie role and what kind of things might damage your image. But we all, young, old, rich, poor, We have to make decisions every day, and some of the smallest decisions can have a huge impact on our lives. In a previous segment, I mentioned an entertaining thought of how something simple that happened could alter the course of your life. And I suggested maybe your parents met in a store, and how the simple act of walking into that store or not walking in could have changed their whole life if they didn't meet. Good or bad, who knows, but it's entertaining to think about that. So with that thought in your head, now think about conscious decisions that you make all the time, whether they're good or not so good a choice, and the huge consequences that choice could have on your life. All I'm trying to say here is think a little bit about the decisions you make, whether to study for a test, a judgment call that could have a great effect on your life down the road, Uh, Whether or not to climb into the car with a driver that obviously had too much to drink, a judgment call that might have a great effect on your life tonight. Promise you this, while you're young, if you think long and hard before the decisions you're making and the ramifications they may have on your life in the years to come, like I keep saying, you'll live a much smoother, happier life for it. Listen in next time when we'll ask... What exactly is the placebo effect?
6: Oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let's take a short break. We got a great guest in the quiet room we're going to surprise you with when we're back with more of these messages. Lizzie. Lizzie. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every,
5: every single Tuesday. Tuesday. If
0: you miss us, you can catch us at 11 o'clock this evening, Sunday at 6, Monday at 3 a.m. Uh, just keep that refrigerator closed. You know what I'm saying? No, no snackies. No, SoundCloud. no snackies. SoundCloud. Teen Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. And teensportsradio.com. Facebook.com. can't sing. We yes. oh, should let Emily handle that one. All right. Hit, hit. Teensportsradio.com. <laughs> awesome! Find that song. That's it. Find that song. That's what I like. Uh,
6: Dominique, you, you, I'm excited. To I to you. What's have happening? a guest. Yes, Yay. I think this is my first guest of the new year. Yes. So um, I've had this wonderful opportunity to teach Braille at the Braille Institute here in Santa Barbara, and I bumped into an awesome student. I want to introduce everyone to Sherry Owen. Woo! Thank you. Sherry, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I wanted you to come on to the show because one of the things that I've learned at the Braille Institute is there are so many different uh, guidelines for how the sighted population should be interacting with the visually impaired population. And I love your beautiful guide dog. Can you talk a little bit about, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and... Um, Even, are you from Santa Barbara? I don't know anything about you. And then in the middle of all your stories, share different things about how you would appreciate sighted people interacting with your
4: beautiful guide dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was long <laughs> it was a long. I overwhelmed you. That was long. Um, I'm from originally from. I was born in Ohio, but I've been in California since 1993. I, I came out, um, and I was in the military. I was in the Air Force. Um, and wow! Did you fly? No, I didn't. I, I worked at Edwards Air Force Base. Although I was on the NASA shuttle, um, the shuttle response team, which was really cool, until I found out that. You had to wake up every morning at o four hundred. Wow, um, I was not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, they suck you in. Um, that is so cool. I don't
6: think I know anyone who's been in the Air Force. <laughs>
4: yeah, um, but but yeah, I, I mean, I, I met you at Braille. You were fantastic, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I mean, you know how. When did you lose your sight? I started losing it actually back in the military. My, my vision was getting really blurry and um, we d- really didn't understand why. Um, and as the years progressed, it kept getting blurry and double vision. And I remember I went to Lens Crafters, and this was back <laughs> in like 2004. And they gave me a prescription and I went back like three weeks later. I said, you know, this prescription sucks. <laughs> this is wrong. You need to fix it. And they, they did another one. I kept going back and she said, you know, I think you need to see an ophthalmologist. And, um. Anyway, years later, I found out I had multiple sclerosis. So um, it was just the process of losing your vision, you know, slowly but surely. Um, And then you just – eventually I lost um, the ability to – see um, except for pretty much motion and light
8: and how did you adjust to that from being oh I haven't in, okay not oh, at all haven't? okay <laughs> I mean I mean I mean I have yeah. but you go
4: through a period of at least I did of denial uh-huh. um, where you keep hitting into things and you run into things and you're like I'm totally fine and my mm-hmm. wife is like you're gonna kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> like like you know and then they give you a cane and that really slows you down because a cane unlike a guide dog is very tactile so with a cane it it's finding everything. Like you need to find things. Like, oh, that's a garbage can. Like, who cares? <laughs> but the cane, if you don't find it, you're going to run into it. Um, where a guide dog just takes you around it because it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Martinez, his name is Martinez, mm-hmm. has completely changed my life in that regard. Um, where a, he's a dog, and I love dogs. But b, uh, what a what a great friend, right? Mm-hmm. What, a, so, what a. So
5: Sherry, one of the first questions I. I'd like to hear your answer is when you first came into the studio and I, I kind of knew that I wasn't supposed to touch mm-hmm. Martinez, but what I didn't realize is that once you took him off the halter, he now is free to socialize and oh, he, yeah. he knew it. His oh, so, oh, my gosh. So, he so loves it. that's something most people... They're yeah. standing there, not knowing right. what to do, right? And and if you could talk a little bit about that and how that works,
4: yeah, sure. So he, you know, he he has his harness, and when he's on his harness, they've been trained to know I'm working, mm-hmm. um, and you're not supposed to touch him because he's focused on me. He's focused on making sure I don't run into something. He's looking all the time. When we go to a crosswalk, dogs are colorblind, so he can't. A lot of people think that when the light changes. He knows when to go, but that's not true. You have to have fantastic um, orientation and mobility skills to even get a guide dog. So you have to listen to the surge of traffic to know when it's okay to tell him to go. Wow. Now, the one thing with guide dogs that are unlike any other service animal is they have what's called intelligent disobedience. And I often tell my wife, I can have that. I can have intelligent disobedience with you. And um, what it is, is where if I say say go forward and let's say i miss I, I don't hear an electric car i don't hear a bike coming i don't hear a skateboard he won't go like he's like no no there's something you're not seeing and i'm not going and he's saved me at least four times mm. since i've had wow. him where then it will pass and i'm like oh you know good boy good boy good. and uh-huh. you know people will, you know like guys will walk by me and they're like really i'm like not you dude <laughs> That's no, my it's my dog Don't flatter yourself um, But But you know So when he takes The harness off And it's important For them to socialize and that He needs to play too He needs to have fun And I I like the socialization Aspect for him and that He gets to know The people who are around me He gets to know People who are close to me So that When he sees them He'll come up to them And they'll be like Oh okay It's somebody safe It's somebody he knows It's somebody I know It's a safe environment And you know every night he plays we take him to the park although we do not take him to dog dog parks you're actually not allowed Mm. when you have a a guide dog because you're responsible for his safety and well being Mm. and I'm responsible if he gets bit and if a guide dog gets bit it's different than if say a non-guide dog gets bit and that it might affect his work right Mm -hmm. so he might be too weary around other dogs to just walk by and keep on a straight path with me Mm -hmm. because how often in Santa Barbara right do you see dogs who aren't on leashes or they're on leashes and owners aren't keeping them away from Martinez and it's Martinez's job just to be like all right I'm going to go around this dog it's not a threat don't worry about it and if something were to happen it might take him out of his job, out of his work, so...
0: So to segue a little bit, that's awesome, Sherry. It's funny because when I first met you, first thing Dominique says because she knows how I am with animals. I just want to get down and dirty with them. Don't touch the dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't even look at that dog. I stayed so far away from your dog. Well, you know, I had it a sign okay. on him. Did you him. feel it? Did you feel it? it's just like I oh, did? And you, and you, were, you, great. you okay. were great. You oh, were well, great. And like you know, the paper. and I had
4: a big my my mother in law. You know, it's like it's like you know she loves the dog more than me, but that's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> she he. It's that's a that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he yeah, right. He, he she got him a big, huge like sign that said, do not pet me. I'm working. Yeah. And, you know, people, you know, would come up and I'd be with a friend or my wife or somebody. And as they're petting him, they read the sign. <laughs> and they're like, oh, do not pet me. You're working. Oh, oh, am I not supposed to be petting him? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just crazy.
0: <laughs> 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 can't, so, so bad. Um, real fast, because we have a little bit of time left, but you also, you, you had mentioned the last during our last break, you mentor as well. What, what is that
4: about? I do. I really enjoy it. Um, we, I do a lot with the um, women's basketball team um, in the athletic department that we're living scholars, and it's a program for mentoring where um, you're matched with an athlete although um, I really mentor um, a lot of the kids on the basketball team and that you just support them with practices, with life. You try to explain to them that student and athlete, there's a reason student comes before athlete Mm -hmm. and that you need your education. It's important to get your education. Um, And I really enjoy doing that uh, and Martinez does as well. So he goes to every practice with me and the kids really love it, and um, I, yeah, I really enjoy doing that. My wife is a professor at UCSB, so she does a lot of the academic side as well. So we enjoy doing that for all the athletes. That
6: is awesome. So every time I've had an opportunity to catch you in conversation at the Braille Institute, you have comedy. You have some of the best attitude that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I just want to compliment you. Mm-hmm. How is it that you've been able to maintain your sense of humor and your attitude while losing something that most of us can't even imagine what it would be like to lose our sight?
4: I think I think uh, humor for me a lot of times is... Um, Uh, a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. right Um, I think uh, for me laughter is something that makes me happy I really enjoy making other people laugh and Mm -hmm. I don't have time right now to tell like a funny story but I would (laughs) if I did (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but it's it's one of those situations where I enjoy bringing laughter to others and I think that brings a sense of fulfillment for me as well um, and also I mean I mean the real of it is sometimes it's a defense mechanism right um, the more you're making people laugh the less they ask um, and sometimes you don't want to talk about something mm-hmm. um, and um, but for me it's it's I love uh, making people laugh I love making people happy um, mm-hmm. I enjoy telling stories um, I enjoy laughing laughing at myself. Um, mm. I don't laugh about my vision loss. I use the um, the comedy to sort of keep it real and to adjust to it. And and that makes me adjust to the, the issue.
0: Mm. You're a beautiful person. Put wow. your hands together. Yay. We appreciate you. Wow. And you are
6: welcome back. Yeah. Anytime we gotta take a, a, a short little break here. Let's, let's let's When we come back I wanna ask you the one thing that you wish a, that sighted people would know that would help a visually impaired person. Okay. Wow. We'll take a break after these messages.
0: We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Eric salda the Queen of Teen. Please tune in.
2: Every single Tuesday, we're
0: gonna pass around this box, Sherry, and then every time some uh, a guest comes and maybe I don't know, Sherry, I could see maybe be a co-host one day. I don't oh, know. I could that? Is <laughs> that <it sounds laughs> a wish list? Yeah. yeah. So we, we we start you off with picking a card, and then I want to ask you if you could maybe share a cute little story. So you know to put us on a what do you want? I don't know. I I don't even know the appropriate way well, for me to answer ask you. that question
4: though. I have <laughs> to answer that <laughs> that that I'm blind. I'm not deaf. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's seriously <laughs> that's the one thing I want sighted people to know so, is they yes. scream at me. Hi, Sherry. Why are you doing? <laughs> I can't hear.
5: So, oh. so Sherry, the Can card. Can I pet your dog? <laughs> and and yes. Sherry,
2: the card that you picked is the Fool card, which is, oh my which is gosh. wonderful, and you get to keep it. <laughs> it's a wonderful card about taking leap, a leap of faith, about following your heart, and really moving forward into something, um, you know, and, and having the, the the courage to move forward, even though you might not know what's coming next but your heart's telling you too so it was a beautiful card to pick well I came here
4: today
8: yeah, Yay, and, and, and also face? it's it also it's that lightness being like exactly what you said right not taking things yourself too seriously enjoying the, the power of humor so you're already doing that you are embracing that so that's fabulous you're the fool <laughs> yeah. So we got, yeah do you
0: have a cute little story we can close the store,
4: uh, show with so super quick so guide dogs that you know 10% make It to be a guide dog the rest are what they call career changed and when i got to the guide dog school they first had given me a dog named milo and you know you get a room and it's a twin bed and or a double bed beautiful campus but i get in there and i take a shower and i come out and i'm like milo milo where are you and he's on my bed and i i go to you know I said down and he goes "Eh." (laughs) I go no down dude he's like "Eh." (laughs) half hour later he finally gets down you know I'm like wow next day he's like I'm not going across this crosswalk (laughs) like oh my gosh (laughs) I said what's going on to Paolo my Italian instructor and he says I don't know I'm like, whoa, this isn't as advertised. Like, I mean, I can't do this. And then the third day, I did something else. And finally, Milo was career changed and went and went wow. back to a new home. And then Martinez comes in, and I say, okay, hop up. And he ran so fast. He oh. He had such a fast pace and a beautiful way of walking with me. Oh. I was sweating my butt off. <laughs> I'm like... Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. I'm gonna lose weight.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's well, we we so appreciate you, Dominique. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yeah. We got Emily Yurchison, Ed Langlow, of course, Christine. We got your Tara Carvey, Dr. D producing the show. We've got Santa Barbara, one of the most beautiful places in the world to live. Mm-hmm. Make somebody happy today. God bless. See you next week. <laughs>